What's up, world? I'm Cameron McKinney, and this is Pop Culture Spotlight, a podcast about actress Amy Adams in the movie Her Smell, starring Elizabeth Moss. But first, let's talk about actress Amy Adams. I think a big reason why I like actors and why I love Amy Adams is this idea of they get to reinvent themselves. Let's look at Amy Adams' career. She comes on the scene big time in a movie with Leonardo DiCaprio and Tom Hanks. Catch me if you can. She gives one of the best performances in this movie. Then she goes away for a while. You're like, oh, whatever happened to that girl? Then she comes back with Enchanted and you're like, wow, that's what Amy Adams is now. She's reinvented herself to be a Disney princess. Then the fighter comes out. She co-stars with Mark Wahlberg. She has an insane scene with Christian Bale. To me, that's the performance where I was like, wow, there's something special here with Amy Adams. But there's just a sense of her right when you start to think you get to know who Amy Adams is. After the fighter, she's in the Muppets. Like She can go in between family-friendly big movies to these like more artsy... Again, they're bigger movies too but they're like awards contending movies like she can go in between those movies better than any actress working today and then after the Muppets she's in the master with Paul Thomas Anderson she's in the movie her with Spike Jones she reteams with David O. Russell for American Hustle then arrival with Denis Villeneuve then nocturnal animals with Tom Ford a vice with Adam McKay like there is no there's no sense you never get a sense of where Amy Adams is going and where she's been. Like, there's no pattern to her career. There's no style of movie. She's not held to just being in comedies, to just being in dark movies, to just being in dramas. She can do any single genre of movie. And she keeps upping her performances. Like, her is an all-time great Amy Adams performance. Then she comes back with American Hustle, Arrival, Nocturnal Animals, and Vice. Like, each of those performances are in different years, and each of those performances could not be more different, and she's improving on her acting abilities. She's improving as an actress. And even though she's an actress who's been nominated for six Oscars, there's still a sense that she's underrated. I mean, her movie Arrival is probably the best science fiction movie of this past decade, and she did not receive an Oscar nomination for it. Her movie Nocturnal Animals is different than anything I've ever seen with director Tom Ford, Jake Gyllenhaal, Michael Shannon. She's all-time great in that. Again, not nominated for an Oscar. Even though she's somebody who gets awarded Oscar nominations all the time, I still think there's a sense that we still don't quite understand or appreciate how great Amy Adams is. Like, the fact she didn't win the Oscar for Vice is one of the biggest travesties of the last year's Oscar nominations. She carried that movie. Yes, Christian Bale was great in that movie. Steve Carell was great in that movie. I think Amy Adams was all-time Amy Adams' performance in that movie. Movie Her, Spike Jones movie. She was not nominated for an Oscar. Like, I don't understand that. Joaquin Phoenix gives my favorite Joaquin Phoenix performance, but Amy Adams is equally as good there. And again, they were both nominated for working together in The Master, but I think Amy Adams should have been rewarded and nominated for an Oscar for the movie Her. 
A lot of people ask this question, who's going to be the next Meryl Streep? Like, we'll never have a next Meryl Streep. I think we have the next Meryl Streep already here, and her name is Amy Adams. Who in their right mind has been in this many good movies and acted with this many good actors? Let's go down the list. Catch Me If You Can with Leonardo DiCaprio. The Fighter with Mark Wahlberg and Christian Bale. Even the Muppet movie with Jason Segel. The Master with Joaquin Phoenix and Philip Seymour Hoffman, her with Joaquin Phoenix, American Hustle with Christian Bale, Jeremy Renner, and Bradley Cooper, Arrival with Jeremy Renner, Nocturnal Animals with Jake Gyllenhaal, Vice with Christian Bale and Steve Carell. No one is making these kind of movies all the time. There is no real blemish to her career. Like, I didn't love her as Lois Lane in the Superman movies with Henry Cavill. I didn't love her in that movie or the Justice League movie. I didn't love her as Lois Lane. She's not my favorite Lois Lane, but she's not the reason why those movies failed. Like, there's no blemish on her career whatsoever. She's just making the right choices and working with the best directors possible. Steven Spielberg, Denis Villeneuve, Spike Jones, Paul Thomas Anderson, Ad Adam McKay, Tom Ford, like she is she is aligning herself with the right people, working with the right actors to make the right movies. That's what acting is about. But she's also taking risks. Like, I think her character in Nocturnal Animals is probably unlikable. I think that a lot of women get criticized for playing unlikable characters. And I think Amy Adams is willing to do that. Like, her character in The Fighter, don't think it's the most likable character ever. Even though at the end, you think that Mark Wahlberg's character needs her. Again, in Vice, she's not playing a likable person. She has no need to be liked or noticed. Amy Adams is doing this for the work. And yes, maybe she does want that Oscar, but can you really blame her for that? The other thing I'll say about Amy Adams is there's no point in picking what her best movie is because she probably hasn't made it yet. Like a few years ago, you could have said American Hustle was her best movie. Then she came back with a rival, Nocturnal Animals and Vice. She is going to continue to get better and master her craft. Like again, you could have picked The Master as her best movie, but then she came back with her. You could have picked The Fighter as her best movie, and then she came back with The Master. Like, there's there's no solid right answer of what Amy Adams' best movie is because there's so many movies to choose. So again, you don't have to keep looking for the next Meryl Streep because I already think it's here, and her name is Amy Adams, even though she hasn't won an Oscar yet. She's been nominated six times, and she should probably already have three or four Oscars by now. And I think by doing so many different diverse movies, she has different fans. Like you're if you're a fan of Catch Me If You Can, you might be different than a fan of Enchanted or The Fighter or The Muppets or The Master or Her, American Hustle, Arrival, Nocturnal Animals or Vice. Like all of those movies are different. Because of Muppets and Enchanted, she has kid fans. Like, because of Superman, she has comic book fans. She is a massive movie star because of the selection of movies she's decided to make. And in a world where it's almost impossible to become a movie star now, she has become one of the best movie stars working today. I also think she should get credit for doing different things because it would have been so easy for her to be like, oh, I just did Enchanted. I can keep playing this Disney family movie mode. But she went in and she did The Fighter. She did The Master. She did Her. She did American Hustle. She did Arrival. She did Nocturnal Animals. She did Vice. And she can still do The Muppets. She is 
has the best of both worlds. Here's the list of movies you should definitely watch if you're a fan of Amy Adams like I am. Catch Me If You Can, Enchanted, The Fighter, The Muppets, The Master, Her, American Hustle, Arrival, Nocturnal Animals, and Vice. And if you watch those movies and still don't realize Amy Adams is the best actress working today, there's nothing I can do to help you because she is surely one of a kind. Amy Adams is the absolute best actress working today. Now let's switch gears and talk about the movie Her Smell starring Elizabeth Moss. Here's a quick synopsis of the movie. Rock star Becky Something is the band leader of the punk rock band Something She, but fame and drug use have made her impossible to be around and made her questionable at both motherhood and being a member of the band. There's a lot about this movie I really like, but at the top of the list is Elizabeth Moss's performance as Becky something. She plays the most chaotic and despicable movie character this year masterfully. Elizabeth Moss may best well be known for television roles in the West Wing and Mad Men, but she is at her best ever in this movie. She's had quite a year also appearing in Jordan Peele's horror movie Us. She is one of those actors I have to watch what she does moving forward. For a small independent movie, this movie has a wonderful supporting cast with Dan Stevens, Eric Stoltz, Gail Rackin, Agnes Dean, Amber Heard, Cara Delevingne, and Elizabeth Moss. I mean, that is one heck of a supporting cast. Everyone knows who that is. Dan Stevens is known for being in Beauty and the Beast. Eric Stoltz is known for being in Little Woman. Gail Rackin is best known for being in the Netflix show Glow. Then you have Cara Delevingne, who's of course best known for being in the movie Suicide Squad. Ashley Benson from Pretty Little Liars. I mean, this is quite a... Uh, Amber Heard from Aquaman. I mean, this is quite the supporting cast for such a small movie. And all of those people interacting with Elizabeth Moss is some of the most interesting scenes in a movie this year. And out of those performances and out of that supporting cast, there are three performances I thought worked best in this movie to go alongside with Elizabeth Moss. Dan Stevens as her ex-husband, Eric Stoltz as her band manager, and Agnes Dean as her bandmate. Those three were amazing in this movie. They were really great moments between her and those characters. And those characters enabled her the most in this movie. But they also helped her the most in those in this movie. I mean, she's a she's a famous rock star dealing with a drug issue and dealing with being an egomaniac at times. And these characters enabled her to become that, but they are also the very thing that's going to help her stop being that. So she has a very complicated relationship with all three of those characters. I had never seen Agnes Dean in anything before, and I was just like, wow, she's the most interesting person on screen. She is the only one you really get to see use drugs in the movie. I mean, they're all addicted to drugs as a member of this band, but she's the only one who visibly you get to see going through drug abuse, and man, she just plays it so great. And then Dan Stevens as her ex-husband just brings something. I'd never seen that from Dan Stevens. He's such an interesting actor from shows like Legion and Beauty and the Beast, but I'd never seen him play a regular dude. And it was just interesting to see, and I think he did it masterfully well. And then you have Eric Stoltz, who's the band manager, who's probably the one enabling 
Becky something the most because he needs her in order to make money. But then when she stops making him money, he turns on her. And I think this movie shows that relationship work and not work so well. It's so real to me that that's what the real relationship is between a band manager and a rock star. You can be the biggest headache to me in the world until you stop making me money. And then we're going to start having a problem. He's not playing the villain of the movie. Like this isn't a Disney channel movie like he's not trying to ruin her life but he knows that he needs her to make money and he 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 in a small part of him probably does care about her character in a in a big way but his job is to make money for his label he needs her to make music like that's the reality of the situation this movie is based in reality and the reality is that relationship is going to be awkward no matter what because if you're not making me money then I'm I'm going to have to deal with you. But then if you are making me money, I'm going to let you act however you want to act. And that's a complicated relationship, and I've never seen it done that well in a movie. Now I want to talk about the director of this movie, Alex Ross Perry. He is a terrific filmmaker, but he is an even better writer. The dialogue in this movie is tremendous, and he gives Elizabeth Moss almost poetic rants about how she's the one in charge. Like, these are Shakespearean dialogues. Dialogue she's given. This movie feels like a play. It feels so alive. Like it just feels like the movie is in her control. Like her rants are out of this world nuts. Like most of this movie is people talking in a house or a music studio. And yes, that could be fun at times, but that can also be boring. But because of the dialogue, this movie feels so alive. Like you get what I'm saying? Like it feels so chaotic because of the words that are coming out of her mouth. The entertainment of this movie is what's being said. It's not the actions. It's the words that Becky something is saying. Her smell is one of the best screenplays of this year. It's one of the best written movies. The dialogue makes this movie how good it is. Also, how this movie deals with tone, it almost feels like two different movies. The first half of this movie is dark, chaotic, and out of control. The second half of the movie, while Becky something is trying to get better from her drug addiction is calm and peaceful like this could almost be two different movies and that could that could have felt lost like that could have felt wrong but it felt like it was in the right place because it never lost like the characters always felt like they were in the same movie but again the first half of the movie could not be any more different than the second half of the movie which sometimes could be bad but this movie really does pull that off brilliantly and this movie was dealing with a lot of issues here I mean it just shows perfectly what people will put up with if you're talented because Becky something is the financial provider for all of these people they were willing to put up with her crap for years and years and years and the only reason they stopped doing it is because they were being less successful musically and her out of controlness was starting to affect their careers and their jobs and their money like her mom cared more about her than all the other people to me in this movie like the, her mother character cared about her the most which makes sense. And there's a scene in this movie where Elizabeth Moss's character Becky Something meets a brand new band that the label is bringing in to try to make more money and their reaction to her is the best scene in the movie because it's exactly how you would act if you were meeting somebody you idolize. Yes, they could be acting out of control and saying nuts, but you would still act like you were having the time of your life because of how much you idolize that person. Especially a rock star. Like, you you 
you're probably guessing they're going to act out of control because that's such the idea of what a rock star does. You just think a rock star is going to act the way a rock star is going to act. And unless that's not hurting anyone, you're okay with that. But then when Becky something really starts hurting people, being late to shows, that's when it becomes a real issue. This movie also deals with a lack of identity. Once... Elizabeth Moss's character isn't playing music. She feels like she's not even the same person anymore. When she's alone in her house with her ex-husband, she's basically admitting to him and her best friend that she is no longer the same person because she she's used to being worshipped by all and making music. She no longer feels like she has an identity outside of that rock star lifestyle because so many people have built her up to be this one thing and she thinks she's playing a character, but her she doesn't see that her identity is in the making of the music she thinks it's in the pumping out the records being in bands acting out of control nuts her identity is in being a rock star and not the music itself which i think is the most real thing this movie could have put into itself is i think there's so many people that are more addicted to being the rock star themselves than to actually being musicians like there's a scene where she's playing agnes dean some new music and she doesn't even think it's good like she doesn't even think she's good at the musical part. She thinks people are interested in her being a mess and her being a demon of chaos. Like, they think they're more interested in the rock star of it all and not the music. She doesn't think she's good at being a musician. She thinks she's good at being a rock star. I mean, just look at how she acts from the first beginning of the movie to her first concert to her last concert. She's a completely different person. The first person is comfortable in that dark room playing as the lead of a band at the end she's no longer comfortable because she doesn't think she is the same person again i just think that's the most real thing this movie is this movie is the most realistic movie of what i think about when i think about what a rock star's life is really like at the end of the movie i could only think that becky something's character would probably still go on to play music after this but she'll never be the same person again because she won't have that lifestyle like the lifestyle was part of her rock stardom to her she will never feel the same way again being on stage because she won't be the same person that was on stage in her mind anyway again i think the central idea is it's the actions that make you a rock star more so than even the music and again this movie doesn't really deal with their music i wasn't really invested in their musical talents or whatever i think it's the person that makes them the rock star it's the actions she thinks it's the idea of her being out of control nuts this egomaniac who thinks it's all about her she thinks that's what people are interested more so than the music I feel like. And I think Alex Ross Perry is admitting that by writing the script. I think he thinks that too. Again, I, I really don't know his feelings on this, obviously. But I think it's more about her the rock star than her the musician. This movie is about what it's like to be a rock star, not what it's like to be a great musician. This wasn't about the music. There weren't scenes like in Bohemian Rhapsody where the band tries to get an album together and they make great music. The scenes where they are trying to record an album, Becky something is acting out of control 
because again, they've let her act out of control for years and years and years. Becky something is someone in this movie who's more comfortable being unstable than being stable. I just thought this was the most realistic movie about a rock star I've ever seen. Even though this is a fake band, these are fake characters, these are not real life events, I just think this feels more real to me than like a Bohemian Rhapsody type of movie. I'm not saying this is a better movie, I just think this is a more realistic movie of what it's like to be a rock star. Playing shady events, being out of control nuts, acting a certain way because you think you have to act that way because you're a rock star. Alex Ross Perry delivers one of the best movies of the year. He did a great job writing this, directing this. Elizabeth Moss is brilliant in this. Again, a great supporting cast. I could not recommend Her Smell anymore. It's one of the most underrated movies of 2019, but man, it is enjoyable. It is a wild ride. Again, the first half could not be any different than the second half. I definitely recommend you check out Her Smell, starring Elizabeth Moss. Thanks for listening to this edition of Pop Culture Spotlight. I'm Cameron McKinney. There'll be a new episode of the podcast every Thursday on Apple Podcasts and iTunes. This week, I put the spotlight on actress Amy Adams in the movie Her Smell, starring Elizabeth Moss. Next week, I'm putting the spotlight on the movies The Art of Self-Defense, starring Jesse Eisenberg, and the movie On the Basis of Sex, starring Felicity Jones and Army Hammer. So tune into that and please rate, review, and subscribe.